Lori Houston's News for the Heart is dedicated to helping you give a voice to your own soul. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggles that keep us from awakening to our true essence. Join Lori now as we delve into our heart and soul to find the path that will open us to the possibilities and lead us to the life we love to live. And good afternoon. This is News for the Heart. Today, well, today we are going to talk with Nancy Aruda from Universal Sky. We do not have her in studio today, so we won't be giggling possibly as much as we usually do. Although, you know, you never know because, well, it's Nancy and I, so (laughs) chances are. (laughs) Um, But we are going to talk about what's happening for November and she that means she's going to be back for December and January so we are going to get lots of Nancy over the next few months because looks like we're going to do monthly for a little while (laughs) (laughs) which is fine although the January one of course will be for the year 2017 which is a oh a one year a one year Yes. yes finally okay all right so Nance take it away what what's in store I know that we've got something kind of happening right away into the beginning of the month. The month. Yes. So right at the beginning of the month, we have Neptune opposite the North Node. So Neptune's in Pisces and the North Node is in Virgo. And we always speak about the North Node versus the South Node because we want to focus on where we're going as opposed to where we're coming from. And so it Neptune will be opposite that. And Neptune rules the realm of the soul. And he's connected to the depths of the ocean. And that symbolizes the depths of the unconscious mind. So whenever we're doing work on a soul level, it's coming from our unconscious. Um, It's not often that we pull that into our consciousness until we've experienced whatever it is that we need to experience in the moment. And its vibration doesn't just work on a day-to-day level. So like we don't feel it per se, like the aspect takes place on November 3rd. We've been feeling this already for about a week. It's going to integrate over another week to two week period after the third. And then the energy comes back again when Neptune stations direct, which I believe is the 19th of November. So we're working with this soul alignment energy um, throughout the whole month of November. And what people can expect is a little bit of confusion, some tired energy, kind of like they just it's it's harder to get up, get up in the morning. And that could be connected to, you know, not as much daylight as well, but it is really connected to the Neptune vibration. And we're being pushed forward on our soul's path. And a lot of times we get confused when we're dealing with these soul lessons because it's not rational. And here in this particular vibration, we're actually learning to master the vibration of the soul over the activity of the conscious mind. So the conscious mind, the analytical mind, the mind that kind of takes over and creates lots of noise in our head throughout a day-to-day level, Um, we're kind of being asked to take control of our thought process and master the vibration of aligning with our soul. That can pull in um, a lot of intuitive energy as well. So really aligning with your intuitive component. So right now, Neptune is retrograde? 
Yes. Okay. And then it will go direct. So we're looking at, so for the beginning, kind of our past stuff, and then as it goes direct, kind of the stuff moving forward, is that? Yes. Once it stations direct, we will be moving on a forward path of our soul. But even though it's still retrograde, the aspect of it opposing the North Node Mm -hmm. is really getting us to sit in the moment, right? And look at everything that's going on in your unconscious mind. So dream state, dream activity may be very, very active. So really pay attention to the symbols in your dream because, or dreams because it's communicating to you. It's asking for recognition. You may find you get a lot of symbolism in your meditation. And in the beginning, it may not make sense. But if you really go inward and ask yourself, what do these symbols mean? What are they connected to? You will receive answers. Through those answers, you'll know what direction to walk forward in once Mercury stations direct, right? Which is on the 19th, but it, it's in that kind of like slow period for about two weeks after the 19th. It's about a week and a half to two weeks before Neptune's speed picks up again. So even though it stations direct on November 19th, we're still going to be in that inner contemplation place. We're still going to feel tired until the speed picks up. Okay. And being that it's Neptune, being that it's in Pisces, dreams? Overactive dream state. Yeah. Um, it's also, it's not directly connected to the Saturn-Neptune aspect that we've been dealing with since November of last year, and the mm-hmm. last hit was in September. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you've been really focused on the restriction energy that that brought with, like that you've integrated from the Saturn square Neptune, uh, you still be, you still may be feeling some of that restrictive energy in the material plane, right? So it's us also moving out of that aspect, which the last hit was in September. And I know we've talked about this before, but North node versus South node, why is it important again? Because it's the North node is looking, I mean, I get the soul aspect of Neptune, but Talk about the North Node again. Sorry. Okay. So the the North Node and South Node are really just points in the universe, and it's it's um it depicts the North Node depicts where we're moving in this lifetime, okay. and the South Node is where we've come from. So if we want to look at our past live energies, even like on an astrological level, you can look at your natal south node and it'll tap into a lot of the gifts that you have from that past lifetime. Mm. But in this lifetime, we're moving to its opposite energy, right? So currently the north node is in Virgo. So we're moving forward and this is where it gets a little confusing because even though I said we need to... I don't get to say (laughs) hi to Samson often. (laughs) You heard Samson, did you? Yes. (laughs) Even though we need to release aspects of our analytical mind, there is um, a component that's asking us to actually take it and form it so that it serves us. So we can't really get rid of our thought process, but we can try to control how our thoughts are operating in our mind. So the North Node in Virgo is asking people to control the thoughts that are in your mind. 
transcend Mm. through those thoughts. Don't let them limit you, but use them to your benefit, which means if you want to use an idea or concept to your benefit, you need to align with that idea. The south node is currently in Pisces, which is let go of the imagination, um, you know, focus more on form. But with Neptune interacting with these energies, this is where the soul alignment comes in. Hmm. In our natal chart, the north node does speak to a component of our soul's purpose on this realm. But it's not about fully stepping into the sign energy that it's in. It's about integrating the balance between the south node and the north node, which are always found directly opposite each other. So it's, it's about a polarity that we're learning to find balance in. Okay. Does that make sense? Yep. So right now, all of humanity is working on this North Node in Virgo energy. And, but when, when Neptune activates it, it's saying, let go of the limiting restrictions of the mind and open up to your soul's vibration and allow your intu- intuition to have you flow on the path that you're currently on so that you can align more with your soul's purpose as a human being instead of fighting your soul's purpose. Right. And again, this is where it can kind of get confusing, Hmm. right? Um, Because we're dealing with two different types of soul energies and two different types of soul lessons, and we're being asked to integrate it from a higher place, not from the mundane place or from the analytical mind. But we still need to use our mind to align to it. Okay. So that's, we're dealing with this all of November. Right. Okay. In one form of another or another. So it's, it's a little different um, than some of the energies that we've been working with already. All the other energies have been very much on the, what do I need to do in the physical plane? And I'm not saying give up your thoughts or questions around what it is that you need to do on the physical plane, but really tap into your inner self, your higher self, your soul self, and align your actions in the physical plane with what your soul desires. And that's where you'll reap the most benefit. Lots of other stuff going on in November, too. Oh, well, let's talk about that. <laughs> but this is, seems to be one that's going to... Confusing. Well, yeah. Well, yeah. whenever Neptune's involved, right? It's always confusing, isn't it? Right. There's no direct <laughs> clarity with Neptune, right? Because Neptune rules confusion itself. So. so Mercury moves into the sign of Sagittarius on November the 12th. And here, our thought process is shifting a little bit. We're going from Mercury and Scorpio, which is this very intense mental energy, into Sagittarius, which is really about open up your mind, open up your consciousness, connect with your higher self. So here we're pulling in another higher self aspect, but on a mental level, right? We're being asked to look at the big picture instead of the details. Mm. Um, So it should be interesting when that makes a shift with all this Neptune energy that's going on into how our thought process has this opportunity to change and open up. 
So it's quite possible you can attract situations to you that allow you to open your mind more and to allow your consciousness to flow more. Okay. A couple days after that, we have the full moon in the sign of Taurus. And when we're dealing with full moons, we're dealing with awareness. We're, we're looking at what's transpiring in our environment where it's like, you know, a light gets turned on in the subconscious mind. And this particular full moon is illuminating our personal values and beliefs. We are examining our personal worth through our artistic creations. So anybody who has artistic abilities is really being asked to apply them uh, during this full moon Mm. in some way, shape or form and to see what the value is in applying those creative abilities. There's the potential to make money with your creative abilities now, if that's not something that you've ever charged for in the past. Um, And it also pulls in a reflective state on our physical body. So a lot of people may be tapping into how they feel physically. Mm. What we need to avoid is a desire for overabundance of substances such as foods, actions, and in our foods that can even be toxic foods or it could be healthy foods. But when we tap into the physical body and how it feels, if we have a sense of uh, lack of self-worth or we're not feeling fulfilled on some level there may be a tendency with this full moon to overeat to try to fill that hole that we may be feeling inside of ourself. So if you do recognize that you're turning to food during this full moon, you know, be, ask yourself, what is it that you're trying to fill within the self so that you don't eat too much? Hmm. Um, so what basically is it? Like, what we're doing, it sorry? will be the, the time of that, full moon it it will be actually over by the time of the u.s thanksgiving right i'm just it's just kind of interesting but it will be done because there'll be a new moon before when is the Uh, it's like the 20 Hmm. it is come on show me dates it would be the 24th that's the election is it really no, when's the election? It can't be. They can't have the 24th. Is oh, sorry. You said Thanksgiving. Yeah, they're Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving is the 24th. Yes, US Thanksgiving. yes, sorry. <laughs> what? <laughs> yes. Yeah. The full moon is 10 days before that. Oh, so they are still in that period. So, yeah. So, chances are <laughs> people are going to be overeating a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. Kind of um, ironic. I don't know if it happens with every Taurus full moon because I don't think they're always in. No. Or that close to the U.S. Thanksgiving. Um, And yes, we do have a tendency to overeat Mm -hmm. during the holidays. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's interesting that it corresponds with... Yeah, that it's it's aligned with that. Yeah. (laughs) And then don't forget we have Neptune stationing direct on the 19th, which is also close to Thanksgiving weekend. (laughs) (laughs) So there may be some confusion. (laughs) Around family dynamic. <laughs> well, that's true. I mean, that's kind of the problem that usually happens around uh, holidays, right? Yes. That whole yep. dynamic. 
Yeah. Um, and actually, even before the Thanksgiving, we also have the sun moving into the sign of Sagittarius, where there is a desire for adventure. People have a tendency to be very blunt, um, but it can also pull in a very optimistic vibration as well. So let's focus on the optimism um, and really allow your sense of spirit to become enlightened. Open up your heart chakra. It's a fire energy. It's about tapping into that passion that resides within your heart. Yeah. Then, while the sun is in Sagittarius, on November 24th, we have Jupiter square Pluto. And Jupiter will be at 15 degrees of Libra, which is the balance sign. And Pluto is still in Capricorn. Both of them are direct. So there's no retrograde planets while this transpires. I believe it's the only hit. There's no more hits this year for sure. Um, And I'll know next month if there's hits in the new year. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I haven't researched that yet. Right. And it's Um, Pluto and what? Jupiter square Pluto. So Jupiter is the ruler of Sagittarius. And it brings things like abundance, um, growth, lessons, but kind of like the lessons that we like, not, not, not necessarily the lessons that we don't like. Right. right? right. It's, so it's more of a learning vibration. Um, and Pluto is all about transformation. Mm-hmm. So here we are transforming um, our abundance factor, right? Our ability to go from small to big. Right. Or big to small. So it all depends on how the energy is going to best serve each individual as well as um, all of humanity, because this is an aspect that will be integrating with everyone on a larger level versus a smaller one versus a day to day is what I meant to say. So it is one of one more of those those larger concepts that we're integrating. And it is on the U.S. Thanksgiving, correct? You said the 24th? Yes. Mm -hmm. It is on the 24th. I didn't even make that association, even though we talked about the 24th several times. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it should be, uh, well, you know, we thought that October was going to be a light month, and it certainly didn't end up being a light month for me, and I'm not sure. I don't think it was so for you either, but... uh, No, I was super busy. (laughs) Right. And like a lot of times I get busy when these when these larger energies come into play because people are looking at it from a soul component. And in the month of October, well, October always brings transformation, first of all. Mm. But in the month of October, there was so much like personal energy taking place, like the personal planets were interacting a lot um, that people got really confused on the day-to-day level versus the big picture level. And I think a lot of the confusion that people were experiencing, which meant me and you were busy, um, you know, was sort of us approaching this Neptune vibration. Mm. It was like the the day-to-day energy was being stirred up. So that people can say, okay, I need to stop focusing on all the little details in life and really look at the big picture. 
and see how can I align with that vibration. So I think a lot of the energy in October was preparing us for the transformational energy and the soul alignment energy that's taking place in November. Right. Although I was busy, I I think I was, you know, kind of going on all the other stuff that happened in October for me, which was uh, an infection, an illness, and uh, a fraudulent charges on my credit card and, you know, passing of my, yeah. And uh, so, you know, I mean, it was a, it was a difficult (laughs) month for me. So. um, Me too. Yeah. Um, I was overwhelmed with the amount of people calling me for services Mm. And I was just on overdrive for the whole month. Mm. So it was very hard when I wasn't working. It was very hard for me to product, be productive on any other level because right. I was exhausted. Right. Um, and for people, let's talk about that, the personal illnesses. A lot of times when people experience things like colds or flus, it's really about clearing energy. Well, I didn't we are, really have a cold or a flu. I mean, I... I really don't. I think it might have all been this. Um, I had a root canal done in the summer, and I think it might have had all to do with that. But I it just it was just a weird one because, like, yeah, when you have a temperature of one hundred and two, you're kind of just yeah, <laughs> you know, you can't really do anything. So um, it was it was different for me because I don't usually have a high temperature. I usually run a little bit cool. So, mm-hmm. you know, a temperature for me is, you know, anything over, you know, close to 99 degrees Fahrenheit and over and 102 was just like way over the top. But oh, yeah, no, that's pretty high. Yeah. Um, but that means infection. Or yeah, it could yeah. mean infection. I'm not a doctor, so I can't say it does. Well, it, it means an infection of some sort because your 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 body's trying to heat up to kind of fight it. So your yeah. you know your white blood cells and everything. It, it's it was an infection, but you know a virus is also an infection. Bacteria is infection. So it was you know trying to pinpoint, which was a little bit challenging. And I don't know that it was it started with the tooth, but it certainly ended with the tooth. So yeah, yeah, it's been interesting. It's, I mean, yes. it's, you know, it's, it, it kind of put me out for a few weeks, which was right after doing two big teleclasses. So it was like, <laughs> hmm. <laughs> after Not doing helpful. a lot of speaking. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and well, even if we look at infections, infections are about something that's, um, you know, taking over the body, right? Mm. That the body's trying to purge. So it could be connected to some old form of identity that no longer serves you that you need to release or some form of an attachment that you need to release. And because the month of October is all around releasing and transforming um, once the sun moves into Scorpio. So, and even prior to that, because when the sun's in Libra, it's the fall, which is the transformation of the earth. When the earth goes from life to death or from being awake to sleeping. So, but now that we're in November, it's still transformational, but it's also pulling in soul alignment. And apparently I can't say soul alignment enough. (laughs) (laughs) 
I just keep saying soul alignment, soul alignment. <laughs> yeah, okay, we get it. It's a major theme for this month. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Would you like Jupiter to take a break? Pluto, which happens on Thanksgiving. Right. Um, this is where we really need to like take a look at what's going on. So if you feel like you're struggling in any way, shape, or form... Okay. The key is to internalize that struggle and ask yourself, why? Why am I struggling? Why is there resistance? Why aren't things working the way I want them to work? And it's very easy to project that outwards to say, well, you know, so-and-so is blocking my path or this particular event isn't working in my favor. We need to look at it from an internal perspective and say, how am I blocking my path? How am I supposed to respond to this event so that it works in my favor? Um, and not project it outwards. Because when you project it outwards onto somebody else or external circumstances, you're not dealing with it. And it's not going to go away. And the transformational process will be a little bit more difficult to integrate. Hmm. Whereas if you internalize it and accept responsibility for what's going on within you and how you may have attracted this type of dynamic, then it's easier to transform. It's easier to change your behaviors so that you can move forward with the energy. Right. Yeah. Well, my, uh, my newsletter that should be coming out, well, by the time this is heard, it will be out is all about letting go and, um, the resistance that we have around letting go. And yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of what we've been dealing with in October, mm-hmm. you know, um, why don't we go to a break? Okay. All right. So you are listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. If you want more information about Nancy, go to her website, universalsky.com, myself, Laura Houston, and intuitivesoul.com, and we'll be right back. Hi, I'm Lori Houston, and I have a great show on bmajor.org called News for the Heart. I'm an intuitive counselor, coach, and teacher with professional qualifications and certifications as well as natural clairsentient and claircognizant abilities. I've been on my spiritual path for over 20 years, and during that time have acquired through extensive studies, teachings, and sacred texts, over 30 different healing modalities, which are continuously being added to as life is an ongoing journey. My passion is on relationships, limiting beliefs, energy that is blocking you, and awakening consciousness as we become more heart-centered. You can find out more about me at my website, intuitivesoul.com, or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 1-855-444-7685. And I'd be honored to connect with you. Let's get to the heart of what matters. Do you want to become more empowered, connected with your core, guided by your heart and soul's purpose, be more balanced and have more mindfulness? Are you searching for the answers, wanting to understand your relationships better, why your intimate relationships, friends, family, and even work colleagues can impact your quality of life? How your relationships interfere with your business, career opportunities, and even starting your own business? I'm Lori Houston. I have a free weekly advice column with bmajor.org called Heart Lessons. Our hearts have the power to free us from pain and the struggle that keep us from awakening to our true essence. You can send me your questions or for more personal guidance, contact me at intuitivesoul.com. Or call me at my toll-free number, 1-855-444-SOUL. That's 
855-444-7685. And let's get to the heart of what matters to see your heart lessons. Want to know where you can hear Lori Houston's news for the heart? Well, that's easy. You can tune in to Lori via Clear Channel's iHeartRadio, Spreaker, Blog Talk Radio, iTunes, and at bmajor.org. Now, back to Lori Houston and News from the Heart. And welcome back. This is News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. We've been talking about November's astrology with Nancy Aruda, who is from UniversalSky.com. So we've been kind of going through, we've kind of gone through a lot of what's happening. Um, we we thought we would go back because we were talking about the energy of letting go. Um, for most of us, we have just experienced a, um, well, at the recording of this, it was just yesterday. By the time you hear it, it will be, you know, a few days in. But we just had a um, new moon um, in uh, Scorpio, which also is about letting go. So we thought we'd talk about that because I think letting go over the next little while, and again, that's what my newsletter is about, um, it, it's going to be kind of an important part of all of this. It's, uh, it's a big piece to, I guess, this whole soul thing that we're looking at, this whole soul soul alignment that we're that we're going to be working with this month, I think the letting go process is really important to um, to helping us, you know, get where we're wanting to go. And and since it's such a big piece, it's soul alignment. I mean, that's really what we're kind of here to do, right? We're here to align ourselves from that higher perspective. Obviously, we have the everyday planets that affect us um, in different ways. But, you know, our evolution and where we're moving towards would definitely be more of a soul alignment thing. So this is where we want to go. That's why I think things have been sort of amping up. Absolutely. And one of the things we are letting go of is addictions. Mm. Because there's a huge component of addictions connected to the planet of Neptune as well. Right. So we're being asked to look at our addictions and not just what our addictions are. Anybody can label what they're addicted to. <laughs> but it's getting to the core of why you have that addiction. Right. Right. What are you avoiding within the self so that you're, you're focusing or trying to hide or escape from that aspect of self? And it's interesting because it's not always things that we think we're afraid of. It's not always things that um, we can logically pinpoint, right? So we we do need to do some inner work this month, like from the end of October with the with the new moon in Scorpio going into the next new moon, which will be the end of November. Mm-hmm. So the new moon in Scorpio was around letting go. Whenever we deal with the new moon in Scorpio, it's about making space, making space in your unconscious mind, your subconscious mind, your conscious mind, making space in your heart, making space in your energy field, making space in your home, making space in your career, making space on the earth. So it's always about clearing on some level. And addictions, Um, I mean, addictions are huge. And I'm glad you brought that up. But you know, we think, we think about addictions, and we think, oh, I don't, I'm not addicted to anything. But the truth of the matter is, 
you know, anytime we escape from anything, which is, you know, typically an addiction is, you know, when we're trying, when, when we're feeling uncomfortable about anything. So, you know, it's not just, we're not just talking about food or alcohol or drugs. I mean, we're talking about, you know, when we come home and we turn on the TV or, you know, we binge on Netflix or, you know, these are the things that are, or, you know, we are addicted to news or like there's all these different areas in our lives where addictions come out. I mean, there are people that are addicted to exercise. I mean, addictions are the thing that is distracting us or that we're escaping into to try and um, not deal with our emotions, not look at those underlying core things that are pushing us, that are, um, that we're afraid to look at. Absolutely. Um, and, and if you look at society today, Oh, well, I forgot sex. <laughs> <laughs> There's also another big, huge one that everybody's addicted to right now in our current society. Politics? And that's their phone. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. We won't go into that other area because, well, we're Canadian, so we don't have to. But, yeah, <laughs> our phones are huge. Yeah, we, it's like we don't, we have to be plugged in all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, if you want to make space in your mental area, mental mind, you know, conscious or unconscious, try putting your phone down for 24 hours and not looking at it. I'm not hugely addicted to my phone. I'm not going to say I'm not addicted to it because I believe I am. But even if I say, okay, I'm taking the day off and over this 24 hour period, I'm not even going to look at my phone. On an unconscious level, I catch myself at least four times in that 24-hour period walking towards my phone to pick it up. <laughs> Unconsciously. The moment it's in my hand, I'm like, wait a minute, I'm taking the day off from the phone and I'll put it down. <laughs> but that's on an unconscious level, right? right? Where I will s- promise myself I'm not going to touch any form of technology. It's hard and when I'll you're self-employed though, right? Pardon? Because well, it's hard when we're when you're self-employed because it's your livelihood. You you can you're kind of on duty all the time. But yes, no, I get it. I you know I was sick and I was still. I mean, what good am I you know doing anything when I'm sick? Right? Like there are times, yeah. you know, and that's the other thing with sickness. Usually, oh, well, when I was 102, I didn't do a whole lot. But you know, usually when you are sick, you're finally giving yourself permission to you know, to unplug, but yeah, it's, it's a hard one because yeah. Well, and, and for me, I noticed it, especially when I was, I went up North for, for three days to do some work. And during that less than three day period, actually, it was like two and a half days. Um, I drove four hours there, drove four hours home and I did over 28 readings. Wow. And so when I got home, I promised myself that Monday I was off, no phone, no internet, like going on the computer to check out Facebook. I was just going to relax and do nothing. I could watch a bit of TV if I wanted to, because that was like in that going into that zombie mind, right? (laughs) Um, And not really thinking about work on any level. And it was that day that I promised myself I would take 24 hours to do nothing. 
that I actually got up and walked over to my phone unconsciously. Hmm. So, and here I, and every time I picked it up, I'm like, oh yeah, spirit told me no phone. So I'd put it back down again, right? (laughs) Um, Weren't you kind of forced at one point because didn't the, didn't the universe actually take away your internet? (laughs) Yes, it did. And that was the week before I went away. So I was actually being told to rest before I went away. Mm Mm-hmm because of the amount of activity that was going to transpire that weekend. And my internet had been cutting out in and out since September, like it, and it would be very irregular. But the week that before I went away, I got it serviced and they, you know, so the, the, the internet company shows up and they're like, okay, let's take a look at your line. And he tells me, he's like, there's water in your line. I'm like, water in my line? So you're telling me there's emotion interfering with my, like, signal out into the universe? <laughs> he kind of looks at me weird. And uh, Yes, I'm so sure I, he did. What's that? <laughs> I'm sure he did. I don't, think, I don't think telling someone that's, you know, completely unaware that, oh, well, oh, you're telling me it's emotions. I don't think that's what he was telling you. But yes, that is what he was, t- that was what the universe was telling you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I just happened to share my internal thoughts with, <laughs> externally with the technology guy. <laughs> like I said, he kind of looked at me a little weird. Um, and then he went outside to do a discovery on the line to find that underneath my back deck, right where the internet wire goes from the outside to the inside, a squirrel had chewed through the line. And he said, this line is chewed so badly, I was surprised you were getting any signal at all. (laughs) (laughs) Funny. I wonder why the squirrel was chewing through your line. Well, a squirrel's about collecting. Uh, They're collectors. Right? So perhaps it's time for me to stop collecting all my thoughts and share them. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's what I've deduced from it all. <laughs> nice. So it wasn't emotions at all. It was the squirrel. Well, it's emotions that are stopping me from sharing them. Right. There. Right? So there was water in the line, but it was water was in the line because the squirrel because had the squirrel had chewed through huh. the protective layering. Wow. And some of the actual fibers. Right. Right. Um, so some of the little, like, little metal cables that are in there, the squirrel had chewed through some of those too, and that's why he was surprised I was getting any connection at all. Wow. So you must be much better now. Yes. Now I'm like full internet connection. Now I just have to get my phone working properly. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the universe telling you something else? Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes, it may be time for a wired line again. Oh. Which, you know, I'm resisting that process, but. Hmm. All right. So back to the moons. Okay. It's all, it's all necessary. This is all part of uh, what's kind of happening. Absolutely. So, so everybody can kind of relate to uh, all the different things that are going on. Yes. Um, so with the, the new moon that just happened at the end of October, on October 30th, um, if you tapped into what it was you needed to let go of, and if you started shedding some of those layers, then you also had this opportunity to sit in stillness. Even if it was just for a little bit of time. Hmm. Because this moon was asking everybody to tap into stillness on some level. Um, so 
I haven't really heard back on anybody on how much stillness they received. (laughs) (laughs) But that energy was there too. (laughs) Um, The next new moon is on November 29th. And it takes place in the sign of Sagittarius. And that particular new moon is asking us to go into the deepest layers of the mind and psyche where we are programmed to respond to external influences and tap into that programming to understand where those responses are coming from. So when did you program your mind? What situations transpired when you programmed that aspect of your psyche or those behaviors that you have? Um, so that you can break free of this automatic state of being, right? Mm. Um, Because a lot of us live in this automatic state of being. Like I said to you, you know, I was taking the day off and automatically I just got up to check my phone four times when I said I wasn't going to. Um, A lot of times addictions are an automatic state of being because we don't know how to identify with what's going on. We go into these repetitive patterns, um, in dealing with situations or not dealing with situations. So again, we're still looking at, you know, the, the subconscious mind, we're still doing soul alignment work and we're being asked to tap into the higher mind and, and really start integrating what we've learned over the soul alignment period of November, right? Integrating, it's okay to let go of behaviors that don't serve you. And it takes time to create new behaviors that do. So it's about supporting your behavioral process, you know, the new behavioral process. Um, And try not to be too hard on yourself because I know a lot of times when I'm trying to integrate something new, if I catch myself failing at it or falling backwards my mind automatically goes to this place where I start mentally beating myself up. Um, And I try to understand, you know, how could I have fallen backwards? Um, And in that trying to understand, I'm not accepting that it's okay to fall backwards from time to time. I'm, I'm beating myself up saying it's not okay to fall backwards, but it is because that's part of creating a new behavior. Right, You need to acknowledge when you're integrating something new and it's not working for you, um, you know, allow yourself permission to slip and fall sometimes. Sure, because that's really the only way we continue to grow. I mean, as long as we're on, as long as this continues to be third dimensional, which most of us are still in, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's the only way we grow, Right. It is the only way we grow. It, we, it, we move through layers of our growth. You know, we may have dealt with certain aspects of the same issue, but, you know, until it stops affecting us at all, we're still growing. Absolutely. So we're all growing and we're going to continue to grow once we move past, you know, the third dimension when we, you know, we let go of most of our fears. It, you know, it, it won't have to be quite so difficult, but we, you know, predominantly still are stuck in, you know, a collective unconscious that, you know, we're still working through our fears. So 
Absolutely. And, and as we're saying this, it's, it's not about being perfect because like all of a sudden I had a symbol of the North Node in Virgo, right? When we're working with that North Node in Virgo energy, we're trying to perfect things, but it does not necessarily mean we will perfect it. So don't criticize yourself too much. No, we in have to come into a place of, learning. of acceptance. We have yeah. acceptance leads to letting go. So the more we can, you know, accept things, the you know, the closer we are to actually moving through it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, I, I do appreciate, you know, all the lessons. Sometimes they feel like this month felt very heavy um in some ways. In some ways I feel a lot lighter, but in some ways, you know, there was a, I don't know, darkness to, um, you know, all the stuff that I had to go through. But I, I know that it was taking me someplace. And I, and I can appreciate that as this month is moving through, like as we, are, as we move into November, I feel, I actually feel lighter. So um, yes, I do too. And, and I wasn't exempt from the darkness either, right? Even mm-hmm. though I was super busy, Every time I stopped, I had to face that darkness within myself. Mm. Um, So I wasn't exempt from it either. Like everybody's form of recognizing what they need to let go of is intense for each individual. Mm. And, you know, you may try and compare it to another individual's and say, well, mine wasn't as bad as yours. (laughs) But when you're in it, it's still difficult. Yeah. You know, the whole comparison thing is, is, you know, we have our own issues. Some of us, (laughs) some of us may appear like it's, you know, much more challenging than others, but it doesn't matter because it's your lessons. And, and no matter what, you know, we get caught up in what our lessons are. So that's the only way we grow. And, you know, yeah trying to compare yourself to someone else it may help you feel a little bit better by saying oh my god at least I didn't have to go through that Um, but it doesn't really help your personal growth in any way because it's really just what you're just a little pat on the ego Mm -hmm. yeah exactly oh thank god I didn't have to do that yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) and you know some things didn't bother me as much like I you know there's been some fears around the whole um, fraudulent charges, but on the on the whole, you know, it's the only thing that I knew that was the letting go aspect came around guilt, and I think I've learned a lot about how we we process we're not processing guilt like we this these are that's one area that we tend to ad- over addict ourselves on because you know guilt and shame especially in this world with our religious upbringings. And even if you weren't brought up religiously, you still had, you know, cultures that like to deal with guilt and shame. And so I've come to realize, and I think that might be mine, although I don't know, but at some point I'm going to look at the whole guilt and shame thing and, and how we need to really look at releasing our stress. Like I keep thinking that I'm really good at releasing my stress. And what this month has taught me more than anything is that I keep holding on to it and not consciously, but in different ways, I'm still holding on to this. So, I mean, I've started a whole new regimen of different things and to get 
you know, healthier, but it's, it's like, I'm realizing just how big a piece of guilt plays on us. And I mean, I was feeling guilty. I mean, I laughed at myself. It's like, how would I feel guilty? But you know, there's this aspect, like I should have known better. You know, there's, it's just, it's a funny process that we go through. And I, I realized just how huge guilt, shame, um, play in our, in our society and how, you know, even though I believe that I know so much about stress and how detrimental it is, you know, I keep being reminded that, you know, I hold on to stress. And so these are, I mean, it's been some really interesting lessons um, for me around letting go, um, like huge. So yeah, I agree. Yeah. Not just for you, but like even myself Everybody. personally, right? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that I've interacted with. Yeah. Um, a lot of the letting go that needs to happen is around guilt. Yeah. Right? Like huge, much bigger than I ever, ever saw before. Just bigger big... than you've rationalized. Yeah. Right? And that's the energy of Neptune square north or Neptune mm. opposed north node. Hmm. Okay. It's bigger than you can think. Um, so what it is that we need to align with, right, is the acceptance and the recognition of what's stopping us from moving forward. Because the moment you accept it, that's 50% of the healing right there. Right. Oh, because it, it's more part than of the letting go. <laughs> yeah. If you can accept it, it's way more than 50%. We are almost there. But yeah. <laughs> no, seriously. It's true, okay, right? good. That's good to know. Because yeah, yeah, I yeah. always say 50%. <laughs> I'll increase that to 75%. (laughs) I would say, you know, 85%. I mean, it's huge. Once you can come to a place of acceptance, you're, you're pretty much there. Because acceptance allows that energy to let it go. Because then you're not trying to change it. You're not trying to fix it. You're, you're in a place of acceptance. So yeah, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's probably the biggest part of our journey. So did we talk about Sagittarius? Is Yes. Okay, good. (laughs) I'm like, (laughs) do we have more yet? Or are we? Yeah. So yeah, it's interesting. So the Sagittarius is really about truth. I mean, that's your sign. So you must get excited. It's all about truth. Um, It's about experience. Okay, you cannot learn sitting in a vacuum. You cannot learn by pulling yourself out of society. You need to integrate into life. So like, and I'm one to say, like, really internalize, focus on what's going on on the inside, but don't stop yourself from having experiences. Allow yourself to experience what it is you need to experience, right? Um, Go out and do what you got to do. Just be aware of what you're doing while you're doing it and why. And that's kind of Sagittarius energy. Because it allows you to see the truth. It allows you to tap into the truth. It allows you to live your truth and speak your truth and be your truth. Now, by the time we have the... Oh, no, right. That's when we... Yeah. Well, Sagittarius, we move into Sagittarius when? The 22nd, 23rd? Um, The sun moves into Sagittarius, I believe, on the 21st. Okay. And then, yeah. Okay. And then the new moon is like the... 29th. 29th. Okay. Right. Cool. All right. Well, that is November, correct? That is November. All right. Sounds like an interesting one. Sounds like we're going to do a lot of soul searching. (laughs) Yes. Soul alignment. Soul alignment. (laughs) Being in your truth. (laughs) Right. 
All right. And then we'll be back for the for December. You'll have uh, the show up near the end of October since we're going to do it a little. No, the end of November because this is October, right? Uh, right. I can't believe that it's anyway, I, I still am having I'm like having a little bit of difficulty this month kind of threw me so much that it's it's I'm, you know, our weather. I mean, yesterday, our weather was beautiful. And was it yesterday? Maybe not yesterday. No, yesterday it was, was cold. Up okay, north so yesterday. Was, so, but it was Saturday. Um, Saturday. Yeah, I mean, and then we're supposed to have two nice days tomorrow and Wednesday. So, um, yeah, it's it's just it's been a little crazy that we've had such incredible weather. I mean, our weather is so nice that we still have a majority of green trees here anyway, because we yes. haven't had a frost yet here. So, it's been crazy anyway. No, well, my tree's still full of leaves. Yeah, yeah. Well, um, our tree's not all full of leaves. They're green still, most of them. Not all of them, but mo- yeah. the majority. It's weird weather. Very weird, strange weather. All but right. welcomed at the same time. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. All right, you've been listening to News for the Heart. We've been getting to the heart of what matters. This is November's Astrology by our super amazing astrologist, Nancy Aruda. If you want more information, you want a reading from Nancy... Um, go to her website, universalsky.com, and myself, intuitivesoul.com. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next month. Have a question for Lori and want to be on the next News from the Heart show? Drop us a line via instant feedback at bmajor.org. News from the Heart is brought to you by Intuitive Soul and is produced by Major Radio for Clear Channel's iHeartRadio and bmajor.org. 